Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fight Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. We got a little story for you, Ags. Dr. Matt Green is the owner of Urban Optics, a full-service optometry shop here in Aggieland. Matt, who's Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 94, has made it his personal and his business purpose to make life beautiful for others. So pass it back and listen up to Dr. Green as he shares some good bull. Well, welcome back, Ags. We have got a super fun episode on Aggie Growth Hacks today. Dr. Matthew Green is the owner of Urban Optics. That's a uh, optometrist shop here in Bryan College Station. And I met Dr. Green, it was pre-COVID, so it's probably about over two years ago now. And what I was really just so enamored with and really impressed with was not only how he had to focus on wanting and take care of his patients, but really focusing on his team and making sure that his team never forgot that the patients are the heart of his practice. So Dr. Green, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your wisdom on Aggie Growth Hacks. Well, happy to be here, Greg. Thanks for having me. Well, tell us a little bit about your Aggie experiences. Specifically, what do you miss now that you're not a student at A&M? What do you miss about being a student at A&M? Well, Greg, I wasn't actually your traditional student uh, coming right out of high school. I went to college when I was 16 and, and did a, uh, two years in a special program up in the University of North Texas. And then I transferred here uh, at the very beginning of my junior year. And uh, by the time I got here, I was already married with a child and had another child kind of very shortly after I got here. So I was going to school and working and taking care of a family. But, uh, man, I will never forget the, those fall days on campus and just walking around and seeing the Aggie spirit as you walk around, the howdies everywhere, the the students and, and how positive just everybody was. I still will never remember. Those fall days were just, I don't know, I just, I just look back in awe. And I could probably go walk the campus today, but I don't think it would feel the same. <laughs> Not quite the same. I'm, I'm too old for that now. But uh, <laughs> you know, fond, fond memories. In the, the football games, I had a little baby at the time. So we would pass the baby down the stands, literally, as we were standing through the games. <laughs> and all the students loved holding the baby because it oh, wasn't something they got to do awesome. every day. <laughs> So uh, no, it was it was a lot of fun, a lot of good, a lot of good Aggie memories, and really, I feel honored that I'm I'm here. And obviously, most Aggies go off into other parts of the world. So I like the fact that I'm I'm here. I'm still around the culture. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Love it, absolutely love it. And by the way, that is most people's what they miss the most is really just the falls and, and Aggie football. Really, yeah. So, Dr. Green, why don't you tell us a little bit about Urban Optics and how you started it, why you started it, and why here in Bryan College Station? Yeah. When I first got out of school way back in 99, I had an um, opportunity to work for another doctor, and I went to Colleen, Texas, and uh, and worked in her practice. And she, we got along really well. I had a good practice. I was building a good clientele. And I had an opportunity to stay in Colleen, but... I wasn't sold on Colleen and it has a very military back, you know, feeling to the to the whole town where Fort Hood is. And that has its own pros and cons. But someone came to me about a little practice that was for sale in College Station, right on University Drive. And it was a small little corner office with uh, hardly any square footage. But it seemed like a good place to come. And I knew I loved the area. I have Aggie ties and I already knew people here. I had a church established here a long time ago. So, you know, I already had a good base here. And so I came back to town and 
to be honest, it's a great place to do business as an eye doctor. You're big enough, you're a growing town, and you're not massive where there's doctors in every street corner, you know? So I know everyone, I know my competition, I know what everyone's doing. From a business aspect, it really has turned out to be a really good spot for me to be. As that, I mean, I know you said that there's not a competitor on every corner, but there are a significant amount of practices here in the Bryan College Station area. What do you and your team really focus on that sets you apart? Well, I think you you hit the nail on the head, Greg. It's, it is about setting yourself apart. So we really drive home our core values, our core purpose, which is also my personal, my personal purpose, which is to make life beautiful for others, I think is driven into everybody. And anyone in any industry could use that, you know, core purpose. But our niche is providing a unique, passionate approach at optimal eye care and eyewear. So we're unique. We're passionate about what we do and we use quality products and we use quality technology to give us quality care of patients. So we're very a very high technology, high caring practice and we do things different. So we have to set ourselves apart the best way we can. So how do you set yourself apart then? An industry where, you know, there are basically the same experience at every optometrist that I've ever been to, for the most part, you go in, you get your eyes checked and you leave, right? Or you get your contacts or, <laughs> or whatever, right? How does your practice, how does Urban Optics set itself apart then? I think you, you feel the difference, honestly, from day one. When you walk in, um, you're actually greeted by a host similar to like a restaurant. So that that alone is unique in, in eye care. Uh, and the host is going to pair you with one of our concierge technicians. So that technician is going to follow you through the entire journey of your experience from the time you check in to the pre-testing. They're with us in the exam room. So they they hear what all the needs are and what all the recommendations are from the doctor. And then from there, they go out and they help you, whether it is glasses or contact lenses or combination of that, or or if they don't need anything, that's fine too. But we they are taken care of along the whole approach. And so it's not being handed off to the next person, being handed off to the next person. And then we take that and we couple it with trying to create something memorable for every patient. Our goal is to have every patient walk out of there with some sort of wow. They're like, wow, that was the easiest thing I've ever done. That was the most convenient thing I've ever done. That was, you know, they really went above and beyond in, in ways that they didn't have to. Like they really took care of me, whether that was taking care of the their child who might've been with them. So we, we may take their children and, and I'll dedicate two staff to go, you know, play with them if need be, but whatever we can to make that experience different, to make it memorable. And that's what they tell their friends about. You know, if, if you are the same, if you go in and it's the same experience that you had at the last 10 places you've been, there's no real reason to tell your friends about that. There's nothing exciting about that. So, you know, you, you really try to partner this caring relationship approach with wow experiences. And I think it's been one of our big keys to growth. And we're all kind of on the same page. Everyone in the, the it really is a, it's a team approach. And years ago, we had trouble with, you know, even most like most offices, there might be gossip in the office and things like that. But as we built our culture, we built our teams, we see all of that stuff kind of fading away. They, they all see that, hey, it's, we're all in this together. Like we're all in this for a common goal. We want to help other people. And we know that by helping other people, we're going to be helped as well. The the doctors, the practice, the the business will go above and beyond to help us. And so we can take good care of our patients and not have to worry about other things. So that's our goal. We're, we're always trying to get better every day. 
So Matt, I've got two follow-up questions on that. So one, how did you come up with WOW? I mean, was that something that you came up with or did you hear it from a peer or, or someone like else? And then two, how much time do you spend with your staff educating, coaching, instilling that culture into making WOW possible? So, you know, I think WOW came from a lot of different sources. I have really become an avid reader. I think you don't know what you don't know. And I think when you go to set yourself apart, it is a matter of doing something different. Um, my goal, honestly, if we can create an emotional response in a patient, then I think we've done our job. It, something that changes them or hits them in an emotional level, I think will help them remember it and make us different than everyone else. And so I think that I learned it through a lot of different places. I joined groups and there's a lot of different aspects to kind of what we do. But so how I do that now, you know, doctors and producers in general hate meetings. I, I think we all hate them. What I've learned is good communication, good leadership within the practice and taking that extra time, even though it may take away from your productive time. So I may not have to see as many exams but man, I can take better care of the ones that I do see. And so I've actually cut down to seeing patients three days a week so I can focus on the team. I can, the rest of the time I'm focusing on the team. So now we we actually have meetings. So we all stay organized in trainings and we've broken up now our trainings in all the different aspects of the office. And so we try to cross train everyone. So everyone is, is knowledgeable. All of my staff, they have their own growth goals. So we have office growth goals. I have personal growth goals. We track all of our even employees' growth goals and that their personal goals. They may want to make more money. They may want to lose 10 pounds. They may want to read more or take on a hobby. We actually help them with all of those. We track their personal goals. We, we give them a system of accountability for themselves. But I found that taking that extra time to work on my practice and not just in my practice was really a game changer. It, uh, it changed the feel of the office, the culture of the office, and that's one thing I didn't know. I I thought I'd just work harder, see more patients, you know, do it more efficiently. And, you know, I would grow and we did because we took care of people, but we were also, it was getting busier and busier and busier. And so that's, uh, we, we've really now figured to take the time to run the business, to work on the business. We take care of patients better and it's, it's, it's really shown our growth numbers. I work less hard and we really do better than we've ever done. So. Wow. That's pretty awesome. All right. So you're cutting down on, on actually meeting with patients. Now you're meeting more with the staff and developing the staff, you know, and it sounds like you've got tremendous amount of growth happening, right? With Urban Optics. What's the biggest challenges that you're facing with that growth? My biggest challenge for, for years now has been kind of the, the busyness of life, you know, um, the whole tyranny of the urgent and, you know, trying to, you put out a lot of fires, you, you take care of what might be right in front of you that seems urgent but are you really kind of focusing on what's important? And so I've really tried to, to get up every day now and look at the important things that need to be accomplished today. You know, the, these are the important things. If you do that, you can really make sure you hit the important things and not just those urgent things. I've learned to, I can't do it all and I shouldn't do it all. I've if I'm in charge of doing it all, it's not going to be as good as it could be. So right. um, we elevate, I try to elevate and delegate. So I, I elevate things that I need to be involved in or I'm not the best in, delegate that out. And so I have actually a giant, um, you know, a lot of people have to-do lists. And of course I have my to-do list, but my my more important list is my stop doing list. I have a list of things that <laughs> I want to stop doing. And so that is my goal is I, I want to stop doing more and more and more 
because then I can really do the things that I'm passionate about. If I'm not the one who is the very best person to do it, I want someone else on my team to be doing that. So that's how we're trying to, to get around the whole life is busy. Life is always moving so fast. Take your time, step back and we'll get there. We'll get there someday. That is so cool. I, I love that. Your bigger list is your stop doing list. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think I think I'm going to start making a stop doing list. <laughs> you should. Yes. Yes. It's worthwhile. <laughs> I love that. Well, Matt, as you guys are obviously a, a very cohesive team and wanting to serve the clients, want to serve the community that you're in, where do you see Urban Optics? We were talking a little bit before pre-roll that coming up, you will be 10 years. So you'll have your 10-year anniversary. Congratulations on that. But look <laughs> forward another 10 years. What's your BHAG? Where do you want to be in another 10 years? <laughs> Well, we're uh, our management team is uh, good. We we've set we set ten year goals and we break them down into three year goals to one year goals and break it down into ninety day uh, rocks is what we call our ninety day goals. But our BHAG is we have a sales goal of thirteen and a half million in five or more locations um, within ten years, and we're on pace to do it. Our first expansion store we're we're moving our store uh, fairly soon. That should begin construction any day now. I'm I'm sure. But uh, the uh, we're we're opening another store now in Montgomery. But trying to take some of the the concepts and those experience that I talked about, and the fact that we do things a little bit different, is, and there's been successful for us, and you know, spreading that around so we can help more people, we can make life more beautiful for others and other employees in other markets and other patients in other markets. We don't want to go too far away, but but we really feel like this this is a, a system that we can grow, not just for us. It's it's for so many people that we can kind of help along the way. Love that. Love how. You know, you're able to move from one singular location. Now you're you're starting to go into multiple locations. I love that as an optometrist, you know, practice, you know, I think that's pretty cool. All right. So that brings us into the lightning round. But before we do that, we're going to pause here for a brief message from our sponsor. Rules are pretty simple here. You have 30 seconds or less to answer each of these questions. You ready, Dr. Green? I'm ready. Awesome. So... What is your favorite hack? This can be personal, can be business, doesn't matter. Anything goes here for Aggie Growth Hacks. Uh, my biggest hack is uh, I definitely, my mantra is kind of zoom out. I, every time I get stuck, every time I face a challenge, every time we're looking at a problem, if you can zoom out, look at the bigger picture, it solves so many things. Um, personally, I think we all, you know, if something tragic, for example, happens in our life, we all step back and are like, oh, wow, look at, look at the bigger picture of things. But I found that if you practice the zoom out technique in daily life, you will continue to find yourself looking at the bigger picture, not get bogged down in those little bitty details. So zoom out. Well, Dr. Green, what is the best bit of advice that you've been given and how have you applied it in your practice? You know, I look back and I think I've always been kind of a driven guy just in general, but you know, I kept hearing the saying, life is hard, choose your hard. Like I could exercise or I could eat poorly. It's probably easy to eat poorly, but that leads to different hards with not being healthy. You know, that's a different hard. Yeah. I could be lazy and that's sometimes easier, but when you don't have any money at the end of the day, that's hard. And so I feel like working hard, but if you choose your hard, you, you can actually kind of end up with the kind of life that you want to have at the end of the day. Love it. Absolutely love that. All right, Dr. Green, what is your superpower? <laughs> my superpower, um, I really feel like is something that we we can't control all aspects of life, but you can control 
how you think about things. You can control how you process things. You can control how you filter things. So people who know me will tell you, I don't get as stressed as most people would, especially in the uh, you know, high growth, running a running a company, you know, with all the employees and stresses. And so figuring out how to train your mind, how to filter things. And I find myself, I don't get angry. I don't jump off the handle. Um, not that I was ever really bad at that, but I've continued to kind of hone that skill of learning how to look at a challenge as an opportunity and, you know, figure out how to process things. I I can't control it all, but I can control how I choose to think about it. That is, I mean, that that's probably some of the best advice that I've heard on Aki Growth Axis because being an entrepreneur, uh, I, I've heard it akin to a fireman. All you do is you just put out fires every single day, but really even to, to take a step back, like you said earlier, and just zoom out and just be like, hey, look, at the end of the day, we are impacting and we are making life beautiful for people, but we're not curing cancer. We're, we're not getting shot at. It's going to be okay. You know, exactly. so, so let's deal with it and be professional and take care of everybody, but exactly. it's going to be all right. <laughs> Matt, what gets you excited and just uh, pushes you out of bed in the morning? Well, I'm, I, I really honestly feel fortunate. I just love what I do. I, I love, you know, from a young kid, I went into eye care. I was going to be an engineer, but I went into eye care because I also wanted to own my own business and be in charge of my own destiny. I, I just feel so fortunate. I I love what I do. I love I love the patient care aspect of it. I love the business care aspect of it. I love trying to take care of people and making life beautiful, like we I keep saying over and over. But it has enabled me to just have a lot of fun with everything. I I literally can say I wake up every day excited to go to work, which I don't think a lot of people can say that. But my goal is to make all of that that same approach for all my employees. We spend more time, you know, at work than we do with our families a lot of times. So man, it, it should be something that you like and something that uh, is an enjoyable environment. So I just love what I do. Love it. Well, we all know how powerful that the Aggie Network is. So how can the Aggie Network get in touch with you and support you moving forward? For sure. If anyone has any eye care questions, there's a www.urbanoptics.com. Um, I'm in an entrepreneur organization that's taught me a lot of this. Uh, you can reach out to me there. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, but if you look for... Uh, Matthew Green, uh, optometrist, or probably Urban Optics anywhere, you'll uh, you'll you'll find me around. But happy happy to interact with anyone who has questions or wants to just chat about different things we do. This is uh, I'm I'm an open book, so happy to help anyone that wants help. And I'll put in a, a little bit of a shameless plug for anyone who has listened to Aggie Growth Hacks and in any length of time at all. There are two things that Dr. Green and his staff do probably better than than anyone that I've seen. One, it is EOS, Entrepreneur's Operating System, that, that system that really allows him and his team to create their goals, to create their systems and, and achieve them. But then two, EO, Entrepreneur's Organization, that is an organization that um, Matt won't toot his own horn, but I'll do it for him. But he's actually, <laughs> you're stepping in as the president of the local uh -huh. Bryan College Station chapter. And I, I cannot tell you how impactful that is for entrepreneurs. I've seen it make a difference in the lives of entrepreneurs. Matt, you know, 30 seconds, anything you want to say about EO or EOS? Oh, it is. It is transformed me. It's given me a board of people who, you know, have similar struggles and I can learn from their experiences. And it has been 
the most impactful thing I've ever done business-wise, honestly. I, I thought I had a pretty good handle on business, but uh, when you really get down, down to it, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And it is, entrepreneurial organization has been life-changing for me. It, it's helped, it's not just, it's it's personal growth, it's business growth. It, uh, if anyone's interested in it or learning more about that, it really has transformed the way I not only do business, but the way I think and the way I process. That's awesome. Well, thank you again, Matt, for for joining us. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and appreciate what you do. Congratulations on 10 years. And I cannot wait to celebrate with you for the next 10. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Well, how about that, Ags? Was that awesome or what? I can't believe how many value bombs that Dr. Green gave us there. I have a huge page just filled. I couldn't write fast enough for He was dropping them left and right. What was your favorite one, Greg? Well, I think the the number one is the stop to do list or the stop <laughs> doing list. I, I love that thought yes. process and that mentality. And you know, we've heard it from lots of entrepreneurs how their business has really taken off when they stepped out, when they stopped doing something. That is so counterintuitive. But to be able to actually have a physical manifestation of that, a list of things that I need to stop doing. That was super cool, super powerful, something I'm going to start working on right away. But then I think that he couples that also with the support of EOS and saying, okay, I'm going to stop doing this. How can I build a system and build someone Mm -hmm. else to be responsible for this? Because it's not something that we can just stop doing. It's just something I'm going to stop doing. Right. So that, that was good. What about you? So I 100% agree with you. You know, I literally have like 20 things written down on here, but I have to go with, I loved how he said that he sits down with his team and that as a team, they get together periodically and talk about their personal goals. We're not talking about goals for the company. We're talking about their personal goals and they're holding each other accountable for those personal goals, whether that's, you know, losing 10 pounds, whether that's, you know, whatever that it is. And he said that that changed the culture of his company. That to me was the biggest hack of them all, right? Is that one tiny little thing that he did that changed the culture of his company is now they're able to expand. Now that might not be exactly why, you know, they're able to expand. But to me, when you change a culture of a company for the better, that's going to have a profound experience on that company. And to me, it's a little bit counterintuitive. You talk about changing the culture of a company. I would think that, you know, a major part of that is education and formalizing. Yeah. Here are our, here's our goals. Here's our mission statement. Mm-hmm. Here's our values. And here's how we, yeah. we live them. But really, he incorporated the fact that I want to care for you mm-hmm. as an individual and know what your personal goals are. And yeah. that, that really kind of set the bar and really kind of caused that shift that you were talking about, I think. Absolutely. I think so. And as an employer, right, it's, I think it's good to know what are the goals of your, of your employees, right? And the people that surround you every single day. I mean, we know what our goals are of our spouses, right? We know what our goals are for our, our children. Why not the people that we spend the most amount of our time with? So I think that's pretty cool. 100%. Well, Ags, that's going to do it for this episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. Chris and I hope that you enjoyed it. And we hope that you reach out to Dr. Green, celebrate his 10-year anniversary with him, and really connect with him on LinkedIn, Facebook, I know Instagram. I know he's all over the place. He's got really good social media chops. But uh, while you're on the interwebs, we hope that you check out aggiegrowthhacks.com. 
where you can hear our episode with Dr. Green, you connect with Chris, you can connect with me or check out our amazing content. We want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship for Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a wantrepreneur, head on over to their website, find a program that's right for you. Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash McFerrin right now. Well, join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig em.